Aubrey Pick is a food portrait lifestyle travel and interiors photographer that I've worked with a few times. Has shot 21 cookbooks, we've just found out. So enjoy our episode. Aubrey Pick, thank you for coming to our miniature studio here today. I'm happy to be here on yeah. the Schwabcast. Yes. Um, so you are a San Francisco-based photographer. You also regularly shoot in Los Angeles and New York and also the world. Actually, the other day you just told me you have something planned over the sea. Yes, I'm going over the ocean. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be photographing the um, last bits of a book I'm working on. Um, it's with Giada De Laurentiis, who's a sort of well-known Italian chef and TV personality. So, um, oh, wow. Out of where? Um, well, she was born in Rome, and uh-huh. um, she lives in, in Los Angeles. So okay. we shot a lot of the book there, but to go back to her roots and photograph her mom and her aunt and things like that, cool. we're going to be shooting in Rome uh, cool. in three weeks. That's really cool. And you've been doing so much of that, doing cookbooks. This is how many cookbooks? This is my 21st book. No way. Yeah. Okay fact check myself i would have thought it was seven but no you just dropped 21 that's two digits dude i'm so tired no (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's uh i it was funny for a few years ago i was talking to my boyfriend about like goals for my career and um it came up well and i was like if i could shoot one cookbook Mm. and shoot for bon appetit once i'd know i'd made it yeah and now i'm 20 books in and i've shot several times for Bon Appetit, and I still don't know that I've made it, which is, I think, the human condition. But That's um, right. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Um, and yeah. where did you start with photography? What was the first kind of professional work you were doing? And how did you get into the, the books? Um, well, the first professional work I was doing was um, more actually, it wasn't so much me shooting. I went to um, school for photography. I got a BFA um, from the San Francisco Art Institute, and in my final year there, I realized I had no practical skills um, <laughs> to yeah. apply from there. I could talk about photos and I could make some pretty ones, and mm. uh, but I had no way to apply that to a, earning a living. So I got an internship at a local publishing company. Uh-huh. Um, they published 7 by 7 magazine, um, and they were the sales reps for Spin and Pop Mechanics. And then they bought uh, California Home and Design when I was there. So mm-hmm. I worked um, there for actually... I. Did an internship and then they hired me on and I worked there for almost four years, and that's sort of how I cut my teeth figuring out how to actually like be a professional in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of production and things like that, and then I went off on my own. Well, no, I had a quarter life crisis, oh. and I went and did an artist residency in India and did lots of yoga and found myself. And then you and found then I, that I wanted to do photography. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I didn't want to be facilitating other people's photography. I want to mm. be doing my own. So. Um, yeah. When you said you cut your teeth, um, there must be, like every profession, when you're at a high level and really doing cool stuff, um, there's the technical part and there's also just the part of you know, managing people and the, the flow and you know, which part of it did you feel like you really needed to learn in those four years? Um, I would say how to, how to put together a successful shoot. Um, mm. It's one thing to want to shoot for yourself and and bring your own ideas to life and it's a completely other thing um, that draws upon that but to to provide a product for a client um, and to bring together a team 
um, and figure out how people work best and even just industry standard. Like, you know, there's there's sort of industry standard and I didn't know what that was coming out of art school. So it was really useful for me to, to be the one putting together the shoots and figuring out what everyone needed and how to get, you know, deliverables deadlines and things like that sort of helped me um, structure my business. And I think that a lot of people come up in the industry by assisting. It's sort of like a journeyman mm-hmm. situation. And I, I didn't go that route. So there's still things I'm learning, but I think that's um, a different way that some people do it is they sort of, um, you know, work with somebody who's their mentor and shows them the ropes. But. And, and this is, you're still sort of discussing houses and interiors, right? That was kind of, or, or I guess for seven by seven, you did food and everything as well. Um, with 7x7, seven seven, I did all kinds of different shoots. Oh, so yeah. if we were um, shooting restaurant feature, I would help produce that. Or if we were doing fashion, I would help produce that. So it wasn't really sort of sectioned off in that way. My job was sort of overall photo department. And then when I wanted to do my own shooting, um, what I'd been shooting a lot of in college were like these industrial landscapes. Um, so there wasn't necessarily an application for that at the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a little bit of shooting for them, but that wasn't really how they saw me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wasn't getting the kind of opportunities from them that I wanted. But I made a lot of really great work in India, and I started a Flickr page. Oh. And um, I also shot some weddings and things along the way, because that's uh, another way that a lot of people who are starting out sort of assist weddings and mm-hmm. things like that. That's sort of a, a typical route. So I had a lot of that work. And it involved food and tablescapes and beautiful rooms and things mm-hmm. like that. And so the magazine that I'd worked for previously, 7x7, Seven Seven, um, I had a great relationship with the art director there. And he started bringing me on for projects that he thought suited my work mm-hmm. um, or, you know, projects for which my work was suited. And um, it happened to be a lot of food and restaurant interiors. And from there, I sort of did more interiors. It kind of grew mm-hmm. organically, which is really nice. And mm-hmm. if I look at my work now, my palette is still really... Um, similar to those industrial landscapes that I was doing, you know. In what way, really? Yeah, I feel like the um, there's a sort of the kind of tones and saturation I look for in my photos now is similar mm-hmm. to the film I was shooting in college. I sort of it's um, Kodak portrait film is what I was shooting, and mm-hmm. I think my work still sort of looks like that a lot of the time, except when it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure a lot of people maybe send you, when they're really organized, mm-hmm. they send you scouting photos. Mm-hmm. Other times they don't. I don't know How who do you is manage? so unorganized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you step onto a set, so to speak, mm-hmm. or whatever place you're about ready to make magic happen. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you just have to soak it all in quick and then dive in. And I've seen you do it because, you know, full disclosure, <laughs> uh, we have photographed together before. Yes, we have. Um... Yeah, I I mean, so for interiors, for example, you know, you do need to dive in on the scene, but I always research my clients beforehand so I get a general sense of what their design is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always have a little mobile lighting kit if it should be needed. But Mm -hmm. um, really what my best friend is is the Sun Tracker app. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like which way is the sun going to move? When can I shoot this room? Um, That's your first... Yeah. That's my first go-to. Yeah. I have my Besma, my assistant, and um, she has that thing out before we even get out of the yeah. car. So, um, 
So yeah, that's... Um, so like have a hip holster for it, for the sun tracker? Oh my God, I want to get her this like crazy fanny pack with just like all the little things she needs and like the little beads because she touches her hair all the time and she has like worry beads. I just want to have like this like amazing tool little belt for her. Bestma pack? Bestma pack, mm. yeah. A little black tape? Totally. <laughs> it's got It's got gaff tape. Maybe it's got some black foil. It's got the sun tracker. It's got snacks because I get hangry. <laughs> um, one of those little fans for your face, you know, like mini fans. She's going to hate me if she listens to this. Uh, we were on the shoot one time. Do you remember we, you, uh, I think I said, did, did we just have a fight? Is that just our fight? <laughs> Do you have little arguments with your, um, the other person who's in the room, basically? Is it the art director or the chef or? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say they're arguments. I think they're discussions. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I mean, I think it's important. Um, I want to have fun, right? Like this is, oh, yeah. um, it's my life I'm living and I, I take my work very seriously, but if it's not fun, it's like no good. So I try not mm. to, to fight, but I do think it's important to like, um, s- you know, stand your ground when you believe something. I'm totally willing to be wrong and I'm willing to like pivot if I need to. But if I feel strongly about something, I'll, I'll make it known and I'll like fight for it. Um, and it's rare that that like causes tension. I think everyone's there yeah. for like a common goal. But yeah, oh, there's yeah. definitely like on like day ten of a cookbook, and uh-huh. you're just like sick of everybody. You're all like living in the same house. You're like, please stop talking right now. Ten days. That's <laughs> a long time. Yeah, they for, can be really long for a job like yours. In other um, words, kind of a day or two. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, but it's nice to vary it because sometimes if I'm doing like. Sometimes I do these like 10 day stretches of just different jobs and that can be exhausting in and of itself, sort of shifting the way your brain is looking at things every day. Um, But then it's nice to have these longer periods where your brain can just sort of get in the flow. You know, Mm. I like the mix. So what is it that takes 10 days? It's the whole book or no? Yeah, it would be, you know, um, depending on how big the book is going to be and how many recipes they want to shoot and the complexity of the recipes and or the complexity of the other kinds of like, we call them lifestyle elements of the book can take a long time. You know, some, some days on set with, with interiors, like if we work, we get eight or nine rooms and that's kind of a lot, you know, and Mm -hmm. same thing with cookbooks. It's, um, anywhere between like eight and 12, um, dishes that we shoot in a day. Yeah. Uh, how many photos do you think are in a typical book and what are the pages? Is it like 45 or... Is that a long? Is that a book? Oh, I feel like I maybe should have a better answer. I mean, it's it's really varied. I think that every publishing house kind of has a different set of things. Mm-hmm. Um, for a bigger name person, about a hundred photos, but there's yeah. not a recipe. There's not a photo for every recipe. That's what I was going to get um, at. It's like basically how many photos. Yeah. So extrapolate that out. Eight photos a day. Yeah. So if you days, have to get right? like eighty shots, that's ten days. You know. And you said if, if somebody called or this, you know, Bon Appetit, you said, mm-hmm. um, how, what was the first call that came in and, and uh, you know, for shooting a, your first book? Um, well, so I shot Chrissy Teigen's book, mm-hmm. um, Cravings. Um, it's a very popular book and I'm very proud of it. And it's only the second book I ever shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that one was like the most sort of took my breath away when I got the email that was like, hey, working on this book, would love to bring you on. And then my studio manager, Courtney, helps with a lot of that stuff. And so I kind of freaked out with her. You know, I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, I had to Google who Chrissy Teigen was to make sure I was thinking of the right person. And I was like, that's John Legend's wife. Um, Um, 
And do you think John will be there? And all these questions start swirling in your head. Totally, totally. Is John going to be there? Is Beyonce going to be there? Yeah. Like it's there's a whole thing. Do we so. dance? I don't know. <laughs> I have to make some good playlists, but do I put John Legend on them? I don't know. Um, Is it a playlist for every new shoot? I mean, how many playlists do you go through? Thank well, yeah, you, by so the they're, way. Yeah, so they're very important. Playlists are really important on set. Um, they keep the energy going, right? Yeah. So I wish I was a little more proficient in making that, or I wish I could do it more um, prolific was the word I'm looking for, but mm-hmm. um, I would say maybe once a month I get a new playlist together, but, uh, you know. Do you tire of them quickly? Oh, my God, yeah, because I spend all this time on set. Like, there's yeah. playlists from, like, three mm-hmm. years ago that... You won't like, play. No, like Besmo will go and play it and I'll be like, turn it off, I can't listen to that song anymore. Yeah. Um, but then there's some, it's like nice to come back to him. Like an old uh, friend. Like an old friend, yes. Yeah. An old leather um, jacket. That... And it tells a lot about where you were at the time. You know, like yeah. I have this whole series of playlists that are like cold weather blues and like, I was like, oh, I went through a little slump like <laughs> a year and a half ago. I was making was... only depressing playlists. Mm-hmm. In but... San Francisco, like during the... During summer, or yeah, during the cold of summer, yeah, yes. <laughs> those gray summer days. Mm. So you are a very visual person, ob, <laughs> but more more so than others too. And I, I've asked other designers this question: like, what do they use to evaluate how they pair shapes and patterns? And in your case, you know, food textures. And mm-hmm. you know, can you articulate? Like what you're using to help evaluate what makes um, complementary items and in, in, in spaces and even in minute form? Um, I mean, I guess what I want to talk about in that is this more like overall process, which is to like always be looking at things like for inspiration, be it like old school still life paintings or mm. the new rad cookbook that came out that I'm cooking from and I'm really mm. into. Um, and I find that I have a very, my tendency is to go really clean and minimal. Um, and I think it's important to sort of hue um, to your style. But I also like when I sort of get pushed a little bit to try new things. And so I'm always looking for sources of inspiration that are like dramatically different than what I would I would shoot. And in that way, um, I think like if you're on set, you bring on a prop stylist who has a different eye than you and you kind of like riff off each other, which is also one of the raddest parts of my job is I get to collaborate with all these different people who have really strong sensibilities and great taste that's totally different than my own and um, rely on people for their strengths too. And like I said, be willing to be wrong or have a conversation about it. And so um, I think... There's no like one way that I um, find textures and things like that, but it's um, I always try and find balance. It's balance is important mm-hmm. for me. So, yeah. And you use like you said some of your college work, mm-hmm. uh, industrial. Um, how did you describe landscapes? That? Industrial landscapes, mm-hmm. and your saturation is similar to how you used to look at it. Mm-hmm. And. You know, I guess I can say that well, we, we used to kind of just really be contemporary classic, but after mm-hmm. a while, you know, I just want to get, I want to keep evolving. Yeah, your style's evolved, yeah. And so that would be, I wonder what, there must be a common thread that we keep using too, I'm sure there is. But that would be your yeah. common thread, is this, that kind of saturation, and that the look still feels the same? Yeah, and I mean, um, and I'm sure it's similar for you, but I need to adapt to what my clients want, mm-hmm. like... Um, which is where the like the research comes in and putting together a team that suits the job. 
Um, because if it's not just me out there having brilliant ideas and making my art, like that's a different, um, end goal. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, um, people hire me for my vision, but I also need to interpret theirs. So Mm -hmm. it's sort of, um, walking this line or like if there's somebody that uses really, really bold colors in their interiors, um, it's a matter of like framing up a shot that shows off those those beautiful colors but doesn't overwhelm or doesn't have the wrong flow you know it's sort of it's an on the spot sort of working I think and it's why one of the reasons I like working in all the various ways that I do from food and interiors and portraits and lifestyle is that it keeps it fresh like I'm not I'm never like resting on the oh, last thing that works. Snore me later. Like, during this, <laughs> oh, another interiors. Yeah, or I'm not like, all right, day. let's put a lemon in that bowl. Like, you yeah. know, it's not, I, I'm not always like coming up with the same solution. I'm kind of always forced to try new things, which yeah. is nice. But yeah. Let's, let's, try a, let's try a twig. Oh, let's try a shirt. Well, we had an amazing twig or like branch mm-hmm. in one of the shoots that was yeah. just published in Lux. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, where we didn't know what to do above a bed. And so we got a big stick and put it up there. Yumi and Besma. That's right. And Darren was um, also like, oh, I helped with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was retouching out hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was being interviewed for that article. Yeah. And it looks like someone just held up a sh- <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> it's, it's mounted professionally. <laughs> you just brought the outdoors indoors. And so much so that looks like a stick from outside. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will continue to take sticks from outside yeah. and bring them in. <laughs> and, and rocks. I mean, those are heavier. Those are harder to work with. We did that at your house last weekend. We went yeah, out and gathered yeah. some rocks to try and fill in some spots around the the fireplace that we thought needed them. They yeah. didn't work out, so I put the rocks back, but I tried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And I've asked you before, too, like, which medium do you really prefer? Food, interiors, portraits, lifestyle, travel? Um, I don't think there is a favorite. I mean, I love to travel, so that's awesome mm. when I get to combine the, my passion for photography and my, like, love of new experiences and being out in the world. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think I have one favorite. Like it's sort of, if you asked me any day of the week, it would be a different answer. Like if I had a particularly like rough interior shoot, it'd be like, I like food. food. (laughs) Um, But not like there's like a really hard interior shoot, but you know what I mean? Like it's, we were inside. Yeah. All day. All day. Out of the sun. (laughs) Temperature controlled. I, I mean, someone brought me a salad. Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it seems like it's like a really diplomatic answer, but I, I really think it's true. Like I, I love all of them and I love the way they influence each other. Like I really see a, especially in the, the food and interiors, I see a really strong through line in the work that I make. I think that they're, um, they, they're really good matches for each other. Mm-hmm. So and which one would you like to do more of it? Is it just simply the travel? Cause that's, I mean, yeah, I want to travel more. I also want to be able to travel with my dog internationally. So just (laughs) Tallulah, who is very scruffy. Um, She's the only thing that holds me back from constant travel is that I have this old lady dog that I miss, which is me showing my bit of crazy right now. I'm like, my dog, miss my dog. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hunting for the next oyster bar. Oh, oyster bar hunter. Oysters are my favorite food. they? They are like. And guess what we have today for lunch? Robbie, bring it on in. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in in a cart, like yeah. a gilded cart. 
Um, yeah, no, oysters are my favorite food, and I love photographing them too. I think they're really beautiful shape and they're amazing and yeah they're so fucking tasty (laughs) someone once said they they were we were eating oysters and they're like you know this is just such a clean protein and they said it in this way that was like slightly like pinkies up like it's just a clean protein and i laughed really hard and now every time i eat oysters (laughs) in my head i'm like it's just such a clean protein um but yeah, I love oysters. Uh, okay, I'm going to dive in a little deeper here. Mm-hmm. Are you a Tabasco? Are you using lemon? Just lemon. Or salt? Or just no, lemon? Just lemon. Sometimes I'll do a little bit of the mignonette, but I feel like a good oyster doesn't Stand need anything no but a little bit of acid. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some wine. It needs and rosé. Of course you ask for I just want the small ones. I don't want the, the big, like... Oh, I, I, I'll eat them all. Really? I'll eat them all, yeah. You know, I um, for our, our quote-unquote company Christmas party, we went to Leo's Oyster Bar here yeah, in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. And we got um, like a sampling, and we got the biggest and the smallest oysters I've ever seen. Like the smallest oyster was maybe the size of my thumbnail, uh-huh. and the big oyster was bigger than my hand. Like it was almost the size of Besma's face. We ate both do, of like, them. Did you do like a knife and fork? No, it was just like, don't look at me, I'm about to do this. <laughs> um, are you a fan of oysters? Uh, I think so, but I, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't want to ruin it for you, but like when they're too big, it kind of reminds me too much of my own tongue or something like so big, I just yeah. can't handle it. Yeah, no, that, that doesn't really... nothing will ruin oysters for me. I mean, if I got sick on oysters, maybe, which is probably... I've got to do um, like a little quarter size. or no, little fanny bays. Maybe, maybe one and a half quarters. Okay. If that's not com- too confusing. Okay. Yeah, fanny... Exactly. Washington? Is that... I, I'm not. I should have yeah. um, had new, <laughs> known to back up if you were going to have a follow up on my <laughs> name dropping. Um, so you love road trips? I do love road trips. Car road trips? Yes. I do, yes. That's... I mean, that's on the road, I guess. <laughs> but it could be dumb. I know it's dumb. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's a good question. I do love road trips. I. Um, I think that there's something, I love getting lost. So I like, what I like about road trips is not like getting from point A to point B, but the like circuitous route you find along Mm -hmm. the way. Um, That sounds like a tagline for a travel company, but it's true. Like, especially Eric and I, my fiance, we travel really, really well together because we're both like, what was that weird thing? Let's turn down the road. Yeah. Um, And like six hours later, we're like eating in someone's kitchen because they, we got lost and they came out and invited us in for tea or something. Y'all come in for some tea. Yeah. So um, that is what I love about road trips. And, and I like really think we have a gorgeous landscape in our country, you know, um, I was going to make some political things that I don't need to, um, but <laughs> you'll cut that, right? And, um, but so it's nice to, especially here, you know, like it's in the West, you can just drive and get lost and so much fun mm. happens along the way. But, or like I was um, going to Rome to shoot this book and I'm taking a few days with my assistant to drive around just around the coast together. And I'm really looking forward to that, getting lost and like finding little dirt roads to wander down. I haven't ever asked you, but do you kind of make your own work, like your own artistry that's not really for uh, production, but this is my portfolio. I'm going to have a gallery opening one day, or do you have exhibitions of any sort? Um, I don't right now. I'm always making sort of my own work, which is mostly around like travel and memory and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But I'm not pursuing any like gallery shows or whatever. I'm not putting the the bandwidth into that. You're not concepting anything like this is going to be shot from above for like a whole series. I mean, I do 85 years. 
<laughs> um, no, I mean, I have some, um, so I do some testing with people, which is like where, um, like a stylist and I get together and we come up with an idea that we're really into and we make it happen. Um, and so I do that on a fairly regular basis, maybe a couple times a year I do that. Um, and that's my own work. Like that's not for a client. That's not for like any end end result other than to make this thing I'm interested in making. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I travel, I'm always photographing for myself and, um, I find that to be really nice. It's also nice to not be shooting sometimes. Like my, um, my instinct is to just always have the camera and that's, I think great in some ways. And it's also really nice to not do it sometimes to give my brain brain a break and just like live in the moment instead of like through a lens mm-hmm. um yeah oh, I, here's a random oh you're also okay your husband um has a successful podcast mm-hmm. and you are the art director and do the web design mm-hmm. for the podcast tell yeah. me about what parts you're taking care of for that um well, it was, uh, the role was much more active when he was first building out the brand, mm-hmm. um, but I still sort of oversee a lot of the design decisions. So it was um, everything from finding out what we were going to call it. We bounced a lot of ideas off each other. A lot of them are unavailable as websites. <laughs> so it diminished. It diminished yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, everything from finding the name to, okay, we have the name. Like what is, what are your, um, your sort of core values of the brand and like what how does that relate visually and then pulling together sort of mood boards to show him that were both um directly and indirectly related to what we were going to be building out so like images that wouldn't necessarily be ones that could live on the site but that could sort of inform on the whole like what we were looking to do like a mood board mm-hmm. um it doesn't have to be specific you know of literal um and then it's like finding fonts and okay i found a font i like so then is it going to be for the logo? I'm going to turn the letters, going to do a little more spacing in between them, try it out, and then realize on a website, like a different font has to be, it's not as legible in the way mm-hmm. that you want, um, to building out the website and finding the homepage images and licensing those. And um, people always ask if it's my photography on the site, and there's a mm-hmm. bit of it, but I don't do a lot of um, images that are related to couples. Um, mm-hmm. So my work isn't super applicable. Like if there's a brunch scene, if it's like how to entertain and still blah 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 like it'll be my photo but for the most part we're we're sourcing them elsewhere um and then do you uh okay so it's about that podcast is really interesting you've told me before but it's about couples it's about couples it's It's called together is it called together yeah and uh do you get to sit in i don't i no. um do you get to be interviewed I don't. Because it would just be him talking to you. And he'd be like, what do you think about our relationship? And I'd be like, well, this morning, you didn't put away the coffee maker. Yeah. Um, I don't sit in. I think, so Eric is my fiance, and he's really um, great at connecting with people, but they're sharing intimate stuff, you know? Like, people mm-hmm. are really getting, like, to the nitty-gritty if he's doing his job right. And I don't, I think that having a third wheel or a fifth wheel there is, like you know, that would change the whole, the whole vibe. Um, but I, the funny thing is is that people now know that I'm his partner and they will talk to me openly about their relationship. Like people who are listeners, they'll be like, Oh, together. And then they'll start telling me about like their open relationship or the struggles they're having. And like, it can be quite hilarious where I'm like, cool, sir, are you going to hire me for the job? Or (laughs) Or I'm here to do photography, sir. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Which is food, you know, today. Yeah, where is the rigatoni? And so what about this question? What if you, like, walked out of the studio here today, mm-hmm. and on Petrero Hill, you, like, and in, in, you just ran into, like, $10 million, a bag of money? Oh, wow. Yeah, what would I do? What would you do? Not tell anyone, first of all. First. Yeah, I would um, set up shell corporations and... <laughs> Put the money into those. Are we talking? Did you, you want to talk about my dreams? But I'm talking about how I don't no, have no. like weird third cousins coming and hand out. Um, <laughs> no, I um, love where your head's at. Shell corporations. Tell us more about that. Is it the Bahamas or? Oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. It's just it's just so that no one Delaware because I don't want to. I wouldn't change much. Is what I'm saying. Like I would mm. want to just have my. I would want to live comfortably and continue to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't want anyone to know that I was a millionaire because that changes things. People get weird when you have effect. money. I, I don't know what that is, but yes, everything he, Dave he Chappelle. He became super famous, and then everyone's like, "That'll be that'll be one hundred and fifty dollars for the haircut when he used to be seven. Yeah, you know, everyone would just it changes the whole world. I don't want to change it. I just want to be yeah. just want to be me with ten thousand dollars in my in, in my in the Caymans. Like little, little vacation. <laughs> just like live the off side. the interest. Like, and let's be honest, in San Francisco, $10 million is like, it's a lot of money, but I'm not like going to go. I'm not going to. Not turning any heads. No. (laughs) "Mm." Yeah. Okay. Um, Are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Oh, wow. This is okay. I think I'm a hunter. I'm, um, yeah. I think I'm a hunter. You're a tiger. Yeah. I was at a dinner party a few months ago and they, there was like a question. It was like a salon thing. So there was a question posed to everybody and you put it on that your answer on a name tag. So it's supposed to start conversations at your table and it was, what's your fighting style? Mm-hmm. And, um, I put, I fight to win and it made nobody else put any, everything, everyone else was like, I prefer not to fight or, you know, like these like really probably genuine answers, but I think I was just too honest. I kind of scared everyone off. They would see it and be like, Oh, okay. <laughs> People didn't say like jujitsu or boxing. Oh, see, we needed style. to bring you to this because I, yeah. I think like I'm more of a grappler. I go to the mat first. I think grappling would be my thing. Yeah, I'm not, it's no like art form. It's just like, yes. oh! <laughs> I place to win. Yeah, so. man. <laughs> if you're going to be in the game, win it. Totally. No. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. That's uh, yeah. a good question. Yeah. What's your fighting style? Do you have a lot of dinner parties? Do you host? Your hostess? Um, I have. Um, currently, I'm a little stretched thin on time. But actually, um, Eric and I have recently said we want to start hosting where we have a really um, rad house for parties. Or It's, mm. it's a converted garage, but we have this... Um, one of our walls is a garage door, so it opens up and you can be indoor-outdoor. We have like little chiminea fire thing and big table. So. Yeah. Yeah. And good weather. That's the place. No, what? I live in the mission, so yeah. there's decent weather. But yeah. I was like, it's come summer, and I was like, when the fog is here. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll see. I left here in, in the mission, um, like Friday. I was like, oh, it's hot. Yeah, and definitely just get to Coal Valley. Yeah, Fogged yeah, it's over. like literally like yeah. wind as the fog is moving in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so you also when we were talking about evaluation of like you're a visual person. You use different techniques or rules or, you know, some people do. But even so much so that I looked at your font on your website, like Aubrey really picked that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you change often? Do you, do you, is that, that's what it's been for years? Um, that font is Bebe Snoy. 
and I picked that font maybe four years ago. So my site got hacked four years ago. Oh. Um, and it was giving people viruses when they went to it. So I had to pull the whole thing down. Oh. And it was the hack was it was on a WordPress site that had some kind of like e-commerce functionality that I didn't use. But that's mm -hmm. how it got hacked into is people trying to steal e-commerce info. Mm -hmm. So there was no way for me to like basically like take that functionality out and rebuild my site. So I had to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. And I thought if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, so I made my font. Um, it was a hard choice. Um, and my site has been the same site now for four years, but I change out the images regularly. But the fonts, I'm still happy with it. You think four years it'd be stale, but I really like that font. Mm. Yeah, it's solid. It's got custom, you know. We're geeking kind. out on, on like visuals, aren't we? We're talking. This is a podcast about Isn't that what font this is styles. For? Yeah. Oh man, I could talk about fonts for hours. I'll come really? back. We'll have a whole typographic Would conversation. You? Could yeah. we do that? Yeah, that'd be super fun. Uh, so, what is your? I always ask everybody this. Um, what is your favorite room in your house, mm. and why? Why? Um, well. So I have two answers. Can I give you two answers? Mm -hmm. Okay. So currently my favorite room in my house is my living room um, because it has that um, glass garage door. It gets like tons of light. I just feel like I'm out in my yard. I have tons of plants in my yard. Um, and it's like all of the things that I love about my house are in this room. Like I, I collect a lot of like ephemera and things like that. And there's like a whole basically like cabinet of curiosities. There's um, lots of rugs on the floor, and then I have them like hung on a ladder because I collect um, rugs and blankets and stuff when I travel. I sort of collect. That was styles. literally my next question. Do you collect anything? Yes, I collect many things. Um, yeah, I collect also like old cookbooks. So I have a oh. that some of that collection lives in there. Um, I have like a like salon wall in that room, so it's like art and comfy things and big couch and lots of plants um most homes is the kitchen i like kitchens a lot i like the cooking and the but i just don't like my kitchen because my kitchen's small so. was that your second one that was my second answer it's, it's like generally kind kitchens, of kitchen but my kitchen kind of me yeah yeah but it's a rental so i can only do so much mm -hmm. um if you could name, last question if you could name a boat, what would it be? Oh, God. Oh, I feel like you should have preceded this one. You should have sent me an email and give me some time to come up with a good answer. Um, I'll give you five names. How about that? Just like roll them out. You can pick the best five. You'll give me five? Just do them now. Like just, okay. Would you... Go ahead. No, no. No, I want, I want to hear yours. Give oh, me yours. Okay. Um, I've taken deep Let's see. Breath. I would do... Oh, I was, I'm just trying to like rift. Elvira. I know, it seems like a weird name. I want something to do with my dog. Tallulah's, okay. Tallulah's a joke. No, she, no, she kind of hates water, so that'd be kind of ironic, but like, uh, yeah, no. Um, I want to say something punny, but I'm coming up with no puns. Mm -hmm. um, like the, oh, I, I the high tide, the, the, o the oyster lover. Uh, I would do like positive things. The high tide, isn't that? Oh, high tide, that's good. No, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was still in my own head about. You were. <laughs> I wasn't even listening. Because <laughs> on the back of one of my suits, they gave me the option to write something here. Ooh. And because no one will ever see it, it's like the felt underneath your collar. How fancy. And I wrote, crush it. 
Okay. Because like you, if you fight to win. Yeah, I do. You know, like I just want to get up every day and rock. Like that's all I'm interested in doing. So I wrote crush it and so that I can always be. You can just like feel it back there. Yeah, it's like, just there. It. So um, and I could maybe do a boat named in it to win it. Okay, yeah. Or something like that. See, that's the thing is that I feel like there's like certain rules to naming boats. Like mm. there's like a there's some kind of naming convention that I'm not fully mm. aware of. I should ask my best friend. She lives on a boat. It's also bad luck to do something about when you name a boat. Because yeah, there's like, like all kinds of a boat like has superstitions. Mm. And also like let's like the Kentucky Derby just happened. Mm-hmm. Horse names are so weird. What yeah. was in a winner? I don't remember the name of the winner, but it's always like Congratulations, Chuck is like the name of the horse or something yeah. like weird. You know, I'm like that is That's no true. name. How does he? How do you call him? How does he know what is? You know, like congratulations, Chuck. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, or like, uh, like the Westerlies or something. So this thing I'm always trying to do in my life is find um, balance between the like warrior, you know, like the fighter, the person who fights to win, mm-hmm. and like the like the ease of like just being in yourself so i would want my boat name to be like be something that conveys that mm-hmm. um i don't That's know very that wise is. if you mm. were to bestow wisdom on somebody um you step on my this. boat and you just it's bestowed upon you yeah um mm. yeah but i want to know i really want to know your boat name crush well, it we'll have to figure it out yeah from, from next time crushed like velvet that. oh bad (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for sitting down yeah no thanks for having me we love I love talking with you and laughing and you're always a a great time on set and a delight also for the podcast we made it thanks (laughs) thanks